Welcome everybody to another Psycho Show with me, VJ. It's the first solo show. This is how I was supposed to start anyway. Oh man, oh man. Noticing all sorts of shit. I was actually going to play this uh, piano intro. Um, and then I was like, what the fuck for? <laughs> it's just going to be like some fucking Scott Joplin entertainer shit. Which uh, is pretty good, but I mean, it's... Whatever, I'll, whatever, whatever. It's sort of weird, but we'll see how long I can go. Um, gonna put up the four show. It's sort of weird in a backlog now. That one's a crunk show. I was thinking about cutting it apart. I might not. It's like almost four hours long. Pretty dope. Huh. Man, my nose is straight clogged. I don't know how people's allergies are. Everyone thinks out here in the desert that they don't really bother you or whatever. But in all honesty, they're 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 terrible out here. Uh, like ever since the doctors were telling Al Capone to move his family out here because because uh, the uh, skies were clear and allergies were low, everyone moved out here and they brought pollen and seeds with them, and now. It's just a valley filled with all sorts of weird plants where the crazy allergies. It's crazy. Luckily, though, I could breathe out of one nostril in my right one. But I don't know. This, it's like... It's amazing, though, you know. Just unable to breathe. You just truly value breathing, even as a asthmatic I sort of get it now. Man, this 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 is not even close to entertaining. This is two minutes of just shit. No, it is so fucking. So, cars in the shop. I'm sure everyone has issues with that. Sometimes cars are like liquid pieces of shit. Not liquid. They're solid hunks of carbon fiber. Not even true metal anymore. Pieces of shit. I knew I was gonna need to get new tires. Find out two of my tires are rotting. Finally, the other day, I was supposed to meet Chida so we could record another, but we'll record another one tomorrow. It's all good. So, I'm taking advantage, drinking, because I haven't been able to eat. Oh, I ate a little bit. Carne asada burrito Mexican is amazing. I don't know how many times I need to say it in my life, or if I've ever said it on the show. Mexican food is the, f- the fucking shit. The fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? I need to come up with like a catchphrase at the beginning of the show. I say like, welcome to the show or some shit like that. It's hard. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. This is, this, the show is always off the cup and I refuse to edit shit. So even this fucking terrible uh, two, three minutes in the beginning, it's staying here. It's staying here. It's part of the art. Honestly, you know, I'm like, as more and more shows get put up, it's like testing my courage and stuff. I get a little bit more of a knot in my stomach, knowing that anyone I know could could see it. I see that it has a new view. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <sighs> I just wait for a reaction from anyone I know. So far, nothing. But, you know, we've only had probably like 25 views on three videos. Oh, uh, well, 
if they're all different, maybe maybe like thirty or forty. Nothing really. Nothing. Nothing. Even though, thank everyone so much who's even try to try tune in and hear what the nonsense we're saying because I swear we we do have some good stories and I have a pretty interesting one I never hear anyone talk about that I always preach on about that I'll get to but you know I have I'm trying to fill the normal time of like an hour and a half I know sometimes we go more sometimes we go a little bit less but I'm trying to get that hour and a half allotment by myself because it's very likely I'm going to have to do this but unfortunately you're catching me at a very low energy or low emotion moment so nothing's really irking me too much other than the normal shit other than the fact that I have to pay something down my car but I already know cars like people value cars so much they suck they get you from point A to point B I value them for that tremendously but especially in Arizona, the public transportation here is shitty. Shit, shit. They're working on it, but it's been some shit. But you know, I know that I'm gonna have to pay money into it. I'm gonna have to pay gas, insurance, and all sorts of shit on it all the time. So I'm just used to it. You know, save extra money to put into new tires or whatever, which one I gotta get. It'll be fine. Go to Vegas next week for March Madness. By the time the show airs, it might be right before I leave. And we're going to record more shows since then. Until then, I don't know. I've fucking been dabbing and smoking and everything today. Just been chilling. And, and working and sort of planning for this. Just scared. Scared of the mic that I'm staring at now. Scared of the can that I'm staring at now. Scared that I look like shit. Scared of nothing. Scared of what we're all scared of, of grasping what we need to to take the next step, the next breath. We're lucky that our body unconsciously makes us breathe too. Because otherwise, maybe sometimes we just wouldn't die on the spotlight. Okay, that was weird. But it's true. Um, so yeah, car issues, another couple hundred dollars out the pocket, whatever. I'll have it back soon. It's a perfect time to record, even if there was something to do. Can't really do it now, or whatever. So, a little, little sippy juice. If I feel up to it, maybe I'll record another show after this. I don't know. It's probably going to be get better, though. But I do have, you know, like I said, a, a consistent idea, topic, a topic I want to touch. I don't know. What do people even think about solo shows? Like, is it too boring? Like, am I too low energy? For the first time, because, like, I've re- I don't even listen to podcasts. I'm like, I, I just should. I listen to a couple. Uh, like, uh, like uh, a couple business ones. I listen to Tim Ferriss's. I listen to the Ask Gary Vee show. That's about it. And I don't even listen to them anymore because I just have, I don't have enough time. But I pay attention to them as much as I can a little bit. Um, I love uh, listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, and uh, I love DVD ASAs, and that's about it. I mean, I tune into them, I chime into them when I can, when I'm driving or whatever. Other than that, you know, I haven't listened to very many, and then all of a sudden yesterday when I'm on SoundCloud, I'm checking shit out, and I hear people with all these awesome, super uh, high-energy... 
you know, like, fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> musically perfect and mastered intros. And I'm like, shit, is this what you need to even seem like anything? I mean, this show's going to get better and better. It is getting better and better. We've been just stressing that, so I'm just going to say, fuck, I'm, I'm, enough, I'm done saying that. Just keep watching. But it's pretty much, um, you know, I love that Chaius is, is, is here and he's in it. And I love the fact that he's honest enough and we use this place all the time. His bedroom is our studio right now. We're obviously in another place, but um, my living room is a studio. But, uh, you know, I, I this is pretty much a one-man show, you know. I'm just, like, learning how to edit stuff. I'm not even editing it. I'm learning how to, like... Uh, you know, match audio, video, just stupid shit. Shit that is just so simple for producers or anyone, and I'm just new to this shit, so bear with me now. I promise we'll get better. And I don't know, you know, is, is this low energy? I don't feel like I have low energy, but I do have a weird delivery. It's, it's just crazy. I'm just, whatever, you know, weird. But enough of that, enough of me. Let's get into me thoughts, my thoughts. Um... Okay. So movies, movies. Everyone loves movies. If we're going to name like five or ten top movies. It's hard for people to choose. That's how much we love our movies. And movies also have like, you know, they like they define us, right? They define our morals and stuff as we and our and our um aspirations and maybe our fears as we're growing up. They really they're really beautiful in a way. Actually, they're beautiful in a lot of ways. I mean, shitty movies, even in themselves, sometimes. They're whatever. I mean, they convey a story, but they convey it quickly. So, even though books are better and probably exercise the mind more, it's pretty interesting how people... Um, well, it's not interesting. It's obvious how people go towards a more visual medium, one that is so easy to gravitate towards, like someone that catches your eye. Like the TV is like a drug. The TV is a legitimate drug. I don't know why they called the program, you know, the content that's on it programming, but there might be a reason. Like they know how well and deeply it can place into your mind, but. I love movies, man. I wish I had more time to watch them, but right now I'm just like trying to get these projects up and going. Just have to work all the time. Ah, God, I got an itch in the back. This shit sucks. Ah, <laughs> those are those are real noises. Not even <laughs> not even made to be crazier. But um, so uh, you know, movies like. We take people, when we first meet them, to break the ice to movies on dates or whatever. When you can't think of anything else to do, movies are a convenient option, which not many people disagree on. I mean, I wish I, like I said, had more time to watch uh, movies and shit now, but I always have a list, like, stuff that I'm going to get, and I wait for times when, like, my car is broken or I'm sick I can't really do too much and I, or maybe I'm just stuck somewhere that I'll watch something or eating eating is a perfect way to catch up on movies and TV shows 
at least for me, because like a weirdo, I eat alone a lot, but that's because I'm focused. You know, people who eat alone, people feel sad for them, but they shouldn't, because people eat alone, there's a power to it once you get used to it, once you realize why you're doing it. You're eating alone because you got shit to do, and people can't keep up with your speed. And waiting the 15, 30, 40 minutes of when someone else might get hungry and stuff is not really worth it. And that's understandable. It should be understandable even though people will look at you weird. I mean, now sometimes I'll go in a place, sit down, and eat by myself in a crowded place. And honestly, because of the current tensions in the world and my skin tone and maybe my uh, natural resting semi-bitch face because I've... I think I have just serious face, not bitch face, but I guess there's a difference. But uh, people might think that I'm uh, like a, uh, you know, a person of uh, of questionable intent when really I'm just an American who's chilling, not some fucking terrorist or some crazy asshole, you know what I'm saying? But eating by yourself is never a good look. But in reality, it might just be what you have to do, the most pragmatic thing you have to do. And for me, it's the easiest way to catch a bunch of shows, grab some food or cook something up, eat in front of the uh, the the screen of choice, catch up on 20, 30 minutes, and maybe pause it, maybe finish the rest, but at least some of that time was covered. Uh, you know, you never get time back. You can always get money back, but time, you know... You can never get back. So that's why, you know, I've always, I guess I'm obsessed about making the show as good as possible for you guys because I know I appreciate it so much. You guys taking the time to check me out. Appreciate everyone who took even a second to look at the stuff. I'm going to make it crazier. But I do have a lot of crazy stories, and we'll get into them. Because like I said, I've been around the street a lot. I've seen a lot of stuff, a lot of crazy shit so um and you know whatever we'll get into it I also have the crazy crazy thoughts weird thoughts I talk to people about them and it's just off the wall so you know hopefully it connects with someone you know 1% of people listen to this half a percent whatever well let's see who cares uh so movies they they a lot of times people will be like I need a I need this or that based on what they've seen in movies. I need a boyfriend like uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic, like Jack in Titanic or whatever. I need a girl like Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider or whatever. That's me personally, I dig. <laughs> I don't know, she could use some more ass though. But, um... Uh, so, one interesting movie that... You know, everyone loves, but was sort of remarkable in time as a, as one of the first, or maybe the first. And on Wikipedia it says it officially like stoner action comedy, which is Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express is a very interesting movie for me because I've seen the struggle of uh you know weed dealers and stuff and um <laughs> and uh 
I've also, you know, in Arizona, like, we only got medical, like, in 2010 or something. So before that, like, I had four years of smoking before that, and it was just, like, a crazy game. You just hear people just getting arrested for, like, nothing. The game was, like, crazy. Like, people would just get, like, treated like it was crack or some shit. The prices were high. Like, Ace could go as high as, like, 80 bucks, 90 bucks sometimes, ounces for... Like four or five hundred dollars, things are like for for a state that's right next to California. Like you'd be like, holy shit, how could the market be that high? But it just that was just what it was because of the danger of I guess bringing it across the border or whatever. So um, you know. You sort of get to sympathize with the people who are helping you out, you know. And you're just like, holy shit, like, these guys are going through all this and have to do all this. And they'll, they'll tell you stories, you know. I'm, I'm a coolish dude, you know. So, um, I definitely keep it real, you know. In the sense of, like, I'm not, you know, there's no reason to lie, really. Oh, there's a lot of reasons to lie. We went over this, like, if you know, if you love, if you love someone, people are white lying all the time. Maybe that's a maybe that's the reason why it's so hard for me to love. I mean, I love a lot of people, but I don't know, traditional man woman love that thing's that's that's a different that's a interesting topic we'd have to touch. I mean, what does that even like? Like so many people cheat on each other, so where is the honesty? How would you know? I mean, all of my relationship, there's always all of my quote-unquote relationship. I only had, like, really one real relationship, which was for, like, seven years. Terrible years, but very learning years. It's not her fault. But it's sort of her fault, too. But whatever. It's both of our faults, probably equally, for us to let it go on that long. Because people got to take responsibility. And I definitely deserve a lot of that, because I was... Come on, I was fucking... I was a psychopath. But, uh, well, I throw that word pretty lightly, actually. Sometimes I regret maybe calling the show the psycho show. But because maybe people get the wrong connotation of the show, which is like a free form journal of thoughts of all the people involved. And uh, hopefully a showcase of some of their skills somehow that has yet to be determined. That's one reason I was going to play the piano, but it's not really like... The fuck? How the fuck are you going to play... I'm going to fucking play the piano for what? Like, I don't know. I love playing the piano, but I don't think you guys are tuning in if anyone's tuning in for this long. <laughs> to me, just being on the keys for a little bit, like, talk about, I don't know, I I probably overthink it, like, I overthink everything, but the the good thing is, at least I'm just going through it, I think a lot of people overthink some shit, or don't think it, they just don't act, whatever your problem is, whether it's not thinking about it enough, or thinking about it too much, do your damn thing, that's for sure, even if that means watch, oh, fuck, I gotta watch House of Cards, this is some shit, forgot about House of Cards, did I watch this week's Walking Dead? Yes. Whatever. These shows are pretty good, but 
they they don't matter right now. So Pineapple Express, great great movie, very unique, about uh, written by I think Jed, it's written by Judd Apatow, Evan Goldberg, and Seth Rogen. These guys are geniuses. They were like super bad and all that. I think everyone knows about Pineapple Express. By the way, there's going to be some spoilers. So if you haven't watched it, it was fucking made in 2008. So go fucking watch it, you fucking clown. Like, the fuck? Like, you listening to this show, but you haven't watched that yet? I'm not saying don't listen to this show because I love you for listening to it. So take back all of my uh, uh, insults and point them at myself. Really, there. <laughs> my bad. I'm a fucking moron. But um, you should watch it. You feel me? Watch it after this. If you don't mind spoilers before. Or watch it before this. And then come back and listen to what I have to say about this fucking shit. Because the truth about Pineapple Express. And if I, I, when I watch movies. Okay, the truth about Pineapple Express is that it's two movies. When I watch movies. I... Um, I think I have like a form of ADD or something. I think like all day and I just like constantly about everything. When you, so when I watch movies, I am watching the movie, but I'm also thinking about what the writers were thinking about why they made the scene, the director, why he shot it that way, uh, why the actors, what, you know, what they were thinking while they were delivering their lines or making this performance. So I'm just like thinking about all this shit. And when you watch Pineapple Express and you understand the uh, the, the, the the drug the 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 failed drug war side, you know, the criminal side and the buyer side and um, you know, a little bit of the uh, the uh, the uh, what the fuck am I trying to say? I was gonna say the police side, or I don't know the other, you know the the enforcement side, the law enforcement side. There we go. So when you get all of them and you sort of wrap your head around them, Pineapple Express does a good job of pointing them out. It's really two movies, but when I talked about it to people, it was interesting to me that. Only the people who were, who who had dealt drugs understood or saw the second movie. Or maybe, you know, the couple, like, people who were really self-aware and are watching for stuff. Everyone else, all the people who just bought um, to smoke um, and didn't, you know, have any thoughts or connections to the the illicit dealing side of it, they didn't they only saw the movie as one thing. But when I pointed this out to my homies who, you know, are in the game or whatever, they or were in the game, um, they were sort of shocked. They're like, Oh yeah, you're right, that shit's crazy. I was sort of thinking that, but you tell me these other people don't think it? I'm like, no, you, you gotta understand they're on this other side, on the other side of the fence of what that is. Excuse me while I drink my PBR. Fucking PBR should be. Mm.
I lie. It's okay. It's okay. Um. Anyway, so so Pineapple Express is this movie around two main characters: Dale Denton, played by Seth Rogen, and Saul Silver, played by James Franco. Just even talking about it is making me start to crack up. It's sort of hilarious. But um, they uh, they they literally follow Dale and Saul and Saul's like sort of like the classic like pothead like dummy type like uh, just forgetting stuff like throwing his phone away not even able to smash it just like dumb shit like he's just he's not like on the outside the most capable no even on the inside he's not the most capable person right but he means well. He's a good friend. Okay. Dale Den, when the crisis of the movie goes down and these two main characters sort of split off and break apart for a little bit before later rejoining forces and coming together and realizing the truth about each other that they are friends and that they can be friends and cooperate on a high level that all that gets dropped. But there's a tension underlying this whole movie because you sort of see it through Dale's eyes mostly, which is really explicitly seen in the part where I think Saul's introduced. Dale comes to his apartment, comes in, and he has, like, these classic cynical vibes, and is, like, rolling his eyes behind Saul's back and shit. But he comes in, and he's very distrustful of his drug dealer. I mean, this guy's a criminal. He's fucking breaking the law. You're only there, you know, the buyer, the buyer side, the buyer side of this movie, which the buyers saw. That they're only there to buy this from this despicable human being who dares to be in the game and uh, get what they need and then get out of there as quickly as possible. I mean, he's he wanted to leave as quickly as possible in the cross joint. He never seen it before, so he stays to get smoked out, sort of reluctantly, but he, he loves smoking, so that overwhelms whatever else logic that he sees about it. And he just stays and smokes with this dude that he fucking does not like. He goes and smokes his product with no regard for Saul at all, right? He's just like, all right, I'm just going to smoke this dude's shit and get the fuck out of here. Then those other customers come in um, when he's like, oh, I'm just going to smoke this shit and get the fuck out of here. These other customers come in, I think, either after or before they smoke, and Saul tells them to chill. And he comes through, and Saul at this point is obviously doesn't like these dudes, but in particular, they ask him like about buying pills, and he gives them what is called the Snickle Fritz, which to anyone who uh, like deals weed, like that's got to be the most annoying term I've heard people say before, like oh this guy gave me the Snickle Fritz or whatever, like. <laughs> I mean, even if he did, like, 
what the fuck? Like, that's just more of a sign on you. Like, you do stuff that he doesn't like, so he doesn't want to offer his best of services to you, right? I mean, what's the difference between Dale and the other dude? I mean, Dale's still sort of an asshole, but he hides it better and at least has some sort of manners, so he gets the pick of the crop, a.k.a. the Pineapple Express, the namesake of the movie, while the other guys get the Snickle Fridge, which, honestly, I think has... A more, uh, more, a long-standing name because I don't think there was ever a nickname for uh, a dealer's like bullshit weed or like shit stash or whatever the fuck. <laughs> so it's sort of it's sort of amazing too. But in in like the way that he's irritated about that Dale's irritated about the Snickle Fritz when he got the the premium is like even more interesting because it's like what the fuck like he obviously got like you know beneficial treatment like priority treatment so uh what the fuck are you complaining about like doesn't that start changing the lens by which you see this dude like maybe he likes you or he's doing something extra for you like the key to this movie in the like if you look at it logically is that they're both fucking people Right? They're like both fucking humans who have feelings. Okay? Even the cops, like in the movie, just like they're in real life, they have feelings, the criminals. And just like they do in the movie, they have feelings. And for some reason, when people stand on one side of one issue, they always forget about the other people who are seemingly opposing them that they also are humans too. And that there's just certain rights that we should give people, and even like. There's, sometimes you don't need to be brought down to that level, you know? And, I mean, that's sort of, like, what, uh... I mean, that's sort of what, what's going down, I mean, with everything. I mean, these these things I just said, I mean, really can apply to any situation, but they really apply in this movie, because the movie from, you know, Saul's angle is, like, he's chilling with his homie, Right? Dale is his homie. He wants him to hang out. Hey, come through. Yo, look at this thing I got. Smoke with me. You don't have to, obviously, but I got this thing, and you can smoke with me on me. Okay, let's do this. Oh, hold on. This other guy's coming in. He's just business. I'm speaking the voice of Salt, by the way. Uh, he's just business. So, like, I'm going to give him the shit. It makes me some money. I don't give a fuck if I ever see him again. Look, he's asking me for some other shitty drugs. What the fuck? Like, this is weed, which, you know... Especially now, compared to 2008, people understand, like, it's medicinal value, what it's about. Like, movies like that, like, help people understand half-baked, you know, a lot of stuff early on. But now, especially so with the internet and stuff, like... Even that, I think, the head of the DEA came out last week and, like, said that... You know, for the first time, the DA said something like, it's not, you know, we know that weed is not as harmful as the rest of the drugs before they try to say some of the shit. I mean, like, come on now. Like, this is the 21st fucking century, you know, and there's, like, still, like, all sorts of problems. And the drug war is the biggest failure of the problem, the biggest drain of the economy, biggest... Okay, I don't know everything about the economy. It's an enormous, unnecessary drain on the economy, which causes more violence and lost profits and lost taxes which mean lost progression then so, like 
I don't even want to put a dent on it. It just does. It's a huge amount. Okay? Like, I don't have exact numbers. You know, this is sort of like... I do watch a billion idiots podcast sometimes, too. Those, it's sort of like that, too. Like, I'm, I'm just going right off the cuff. Like, fucking, this is what it is. Um, so, it's interesting, though, because, like... Obviously, like, 85% of the people who I talked to about the movie only saw it as one movie about and saw being a dumbass. But he repeatedly puts himself into the dumbest of positions to save Dale's dumbass while Dale puts him in harm's way repeatedly on top of this deal. So, like, what does he do? Dale jumps in front of, or Saul jumps in front of a police car pretends to get hit and steals it to save Dale not knowing that he's about to get let off sounds dumb but it's dumb if you think that Saul could hear through the car and, so, and it was like X-Men or some shit okay he did what he did to get his homie out and did the craziest thing he's not a criminal like that too he even says not a violent dude not, not like that uh he sells his shit just to get them both money that they share. Um, what else? Oh, when Dale runs to his house after he's seen uh, a known uh, drug dealer uh, kill some people with a cop, he goes after being spotted and damaging both of their cars. He. He. Uh, goes directly to Saul's place like an idiot putting him in danger okay and Saul goes on the run with him to get his back and refuses to turn on him when Red or whoever asks him to turn him in yet most people are thinking that Saul's a dummy and Dale's the good guy the 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 more moral of the protagonist born with better integrity which in reality he might be more of the brains but he the more the integrity goes with Saul and that shit it's like Pinky in the brain when I mean Dale's no brain but he's more conniving than Saul is by far Saul's just a fun loving pothead hippie who lets the wrong people into his house during the wrong times right after they did some dumb shit. But, I mean, how's he supposed to know that? Another thing which is interesting is that the writers seem to have known this because they wrote this clearly. So they didn't make Saul, like, a shithead completely. They made him a dumbass, but, like, a really good guy. And I think he states his point. Later in the movie, it's just weird how people sort of miss it. Hmm. I think that's the point of the movie, though. I mean, I thought that's what everyone saw, but it's weird how, you know, you really are completely, uh, you really are completely, um, completely prey to like your own biases when you look at whatever's around you I mean I see some boxes and some shit and some rugs and some fucking shoes and shit in the corner 
right? But um, let's say if a uh, lustful girl comes in or some shit, what am I getting? Like some chick comes in and wants to fuck or some shit, she won't see it at all. Or, and this never happens, I never do this, but if a fucking hooker comes in, she's just going to see money. Right? And it doesn't have to be a real hooker. It could just be a bitch who's a fucking gold digger or whatever. Which, uh, can't say I never fucked with those. You dig. They're probably all sort of gold diggers. You dig. I lost all my female audience. You dig. God damn, diggy. Diggy Darley. Diggy Marley. Alright, okay. So, I mean, hold on. I gotta take this sweater off. I mean, I love it, but, oh shit, it's hot as fuck. I wore it, hold on. I wore it specifically for the show, man. Man, I look like shit, dog. The show, I mean, the show sort of feels like it's sort of shitty. Whatever. A little low energy. Maybe I'll put it out just randomly and late. No, no, I'm gonna put it out. What's going on? It's not late or anything, but I'm like tired. I'm fucking, and I look shitty. I look like shit, man. What the fuck? This is self-esteem talking. It'll be fabulous, really. This is what you gotta feel. I mean, there's probably someone out there who loves me. Anybody? Is anybody out there even listening? It's weird doing a show by yourself. I've been talking to myself. For 38 minutes. Whoa. But it's okay. It's not too bad. wonder how far I could push it. It's a little tough. I mean, doesn't Bill Burr do his by himself? I heard that. I haven't really listened to it. I wonder if it's anything like this. Just like... The most random shit. Yeah, it definitely helps with China's run, I guess. No, for sure. 100%. I'm about to text him. I'll text him later. The show's about me and the star. (laughs) No, 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 no. We're all stars. If you want to be a star too, hit me up. We'll uh, we'll get you on the show. Or not. Maybe you're too crazy. This is a psycho show, you know? Psycho show with the silent P with V. A.K.A. P.P. with V. A.K.A. Therapy Tea Time. A.K.A. Criminally Sane. Hmm. Names are sort of shitty, I mean. Like, you name a kid, a lot of people pick from a book, even that seems shitty. Um... Yeah, I won't put my put them on blast like that. But my my dad, when he named us, so my name is VJ. It's it's, it's easiest when I tell people how to pronounce my name. I, to just do it's a V and a J, but it's really spelled V I J A Y, like VJ Singh, like the golfer. And so my dad. He made um, me, my sister, and my brother's name all interconnectable. So 
the last three letters of my name, first name, are the first three letters of my sister's name, and the last three letters of her name are the first three letters of my brother's name. And his is set up, so just in case he has another kid, he could do that. And he just sort of keeps doing that. And me and my sister's name mean the same thing. My, my name means victory, victory Lord, my full name, victory God, which is what this, you know, what this is about. That's why I'm so chill, just moving, moving on up with the stacks. I'm talking like I'm some sort of shitty rapper. I mean, I did my taxes, and I was just shocked at how little I made. I was like, holy fuck. Gotta make some moves. I mean, it's whatever. It's whatever, whatever. We all got money problems. And money's not a big problem. It's really time. Are you doing what you want to do? Are you watching movies? Is that really what you want to do? You can watch movies anytime. You can watch movies when you can barely move. There's going to be a lot of that there later. You trust me. If there's a time when I can barely move... I'll be watching a shit ton of movies. I mean, I had that for a while when I was attached to the machine for my back. I mean, I watched like fucking five seasons of Mad Men on every Anthony Bourdain show, all every single episode. I mean, Chicken Nice from Singapore is my shit, dog. Been to Singapore, I want to go back, man. Fuck. I wonder if they let me in with my fucking record, dog. I'm fucking been arrested a lot I know Canada won't fucking DUI and shit say like I only have one I got two that shit sucks man don't drink and drive just drink and then drive later sometime when you're not have drink in your system aka don't drink and drive you dig I feel like the show's picking up a little energy and right when I said that, I'm going to lose it. Been watching a lot of basketball highlights, man. I love playing basketball. I'm a street baller. Get out there. I mean, killing these kids at ASU, man, it's no problem. I wonder why it is. I'm like 29. These kids are young, but it just means they suck. As I play a lot of basketball players that can definitely play. So these kids are weak. And really, when you get to the college, college kids are really not that good at ball in general. It's the you know inner inner city kids that are better, or just like just people who are playing consistently against good competition. They could be anywhere. In Phoenix, there's a lot of good ballers in North Phoenix and Scottsdale. Surprisingly, damn the walls are fucking paper thin here. First of all, I think I'm getting a free show for everyone around here, and anytime anyone's just fucking. Opening the door, just humping the lock with their key. It's like, it sounds like the entire foundation of the building is about to fall down. And you're going to just watch me just fucking die out here. Real talk. That's just what it is. Anyway, okay, so. I mean, I'm pretty much talked out for the first one. And I don't even know if you guys even thought this shit was anything. But that was my thought about Pineapple Express. I mean, Dale, Dale just brings problems. I mean, he smokes right before he's about to deliver the shit and then throws a roach out and then crashes into cars and then comes to his homie spots 
right after that, like, great job, homie, you fucking asshole. Like, good job getting your other homie nearly killed, like, for the entire movie. The fuck are you doing, dick? And you're a good friend? Like, is this what people, like... I noticed a long time ago that my idea of what a friend is is so much different than other people's. Like, what the fuck is a friend? Like, I thought a friend is someone who was to be there and in some sense, like, unconditionally love you, but can unconditionally criticize you. Like, well, they can conditionally love you because if you fuck them over or some shit, then yeah, then it can switch. But that's the same with family. Like, friends are supposed to be family. So, they should get the same respect as fucking family, right? At least starting out. I give everyone my heart completely when we first meet. But, you fu- you fucking show me the wrong side or some shit, you out. I don't give a fuck. There's too many people I've met, too many people to meet. I mean, I fucked up a lot, but... It, it, fucking up, or... But, fucking up... Or being an asshole is different things to me. Like, you could fuck up and be the fucking most awesome person. You'll get extra chances from me, for sure. Lots of them. Or you could be a piece of shit and not even do anything wrong. I'm just like, I'm fucking done with you. I just don't like the way you move. I don't like the way you do anything. That's my prerogative. I could do that, I could say that, and fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. What what a badass drinking his PBR thirty two ounces. I don't even feel this. But when we were doing that crunch show, I was feeling the drinks. No, I think I do feel this, but I've just been sitting down, and I've been noticing I'm sweating, and it is. Let's see what the temperature is. Sixty five degrees. And that's cooler than normal at this time because we're having it's a little bit hotter than normal. And it's March 8th, it's just out of February, 65 degrees at night, at 9 o'clock. Might as well be Miami if it wasn't for the fucking pollen. Fuck. God. And, you know, the lack of ocean. And, you know, the bitches out here, especially, you know, I'm by around ASU, the bitches out here, they, uh, excuse me, the beautiful women out here, the bitches, whatever, the women, they be dressing. Awesome in the summer. Bikinis, whatever the fuck. Yo, yoga pants? Oh, man, what? How lucky did dudes get that this future, this this universe went along that line. That women are cool to wear yoga pants everywhere. What the fuck? I mean, I think most dudes would be cool to just... Like be like to for there to be a little flap right there over the pussy and just and just fuck through that little flap and leave the pants on. Like reverse Dave Chappelle skit style, you know? <laughs> or was that <laughs> That actually might have been a stand up. Anyway. The show's starting to take a little turn for the worse, so I'm gonna cut it here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, the solo show. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, I'm digging it, but I probably need a better topic to to go on for longer. So I sure should figure that out. 
But I mean, you know, 15 minutes by yourself, I mean, that's, that's, that's all right. Oh, I'm giving myself extra credit, 48 minutes. It's like saying you had a 50-point game in the NBA, but it only dropped 48. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because of those NBA videos I was watching. I just saw a T-Mac interview uh, James Harden after he scored 50 because T-Mac's high was 48, apparently, as a rocket. But, I mean, T-Mac did score, like, 52 in, like, three quarters, just like Kobe did, I think, once. Oh, no, Kobe scored 62 in three quarters versus the Mavs. I scored him by one point, 62-61. I love Kobe. Uh, Michael Jordan's my my dog, but Kobe. Uh, this isn't a sports show, really, but, you know, greatness is still greatness, and I love basketball, and Kobe's that nigga, I mean... When I started playing, like, he was just starting to win championships and shit. Because I started playing a little late when I was, like, 14, 15. Oh, man. And now he's retiring after playing just a long-ass time. Uh, it's sort of, like, I don't know. It can almost make me choke up a little bit when you... When the players who were um, killing it when you're young, who are your idols, especially if you're a ball player and they are retiring, it hurts you in a different way. It's weird. And like, you know, T Mag, all of them, they retired. Jordan retired before I really started playing. Um, you know, Shaq, like, he didn't play the same type of position as a guard, but. You know, you see Kobe and Vince is still in the league, and there's no other like really great guards that were like dominating right when I was playing, who have retired now, because they just aren't. It's hard to be that many great guards. I mean, T Mac retired. That was sad. You know, um, a couple others I can't even think of, but Kobe. I mean. We were just wondering back then how good he was going to get or if he was going to get that good and he just kept building his game up for a while until he became a beast. Just unstoppable for a few years just like Iverson was. But maybe for even a little bit longer. Dropped 81, which was insane. I didn't actually almost believe it when I heard that. I remember I was sitting next to a dude and he was like, yo, Kobe dropped 81 today. I just looked at him like, and the punchline is, and he's like, yeah, he dropped 81. I was like, what? And he's like, he dropped whatever, whatever in the half or like 27 and a quarter or some shit. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I gotta see this shit. And yeah, he fucking obviously did. He's like a beast. More than Jordan's. The closest to Chamberlain. It's crazy. It's not better than Jordan. Not by any means, but... Damn, Kobe's good. And that intensity doesn't run that strong. And athletes are, are for the better or for worse. I mean... Athletes of any sport, they'll probably live... Longer careers and happier lives, but or shorter careers, more varied careers, longer lives. But 
you know, like I was just watching this thing with Michael Jordan coming back a little bit too early on that broken foot, and I was even thinking now, I mean, back when I was younger, I was like, oh, what a badass. For sure, come back early from injury. Now, after all my injuries and shit, I'm like, what the fuck, you dumbass? Like, should wait. But, you know, that's just how things are. I mean, even to debate it, now people don't debate these things. They just Dwight Howard it out or whatever. No offense, Dwight, but you're like probably one of the best examples of uh, the newer breed which is like chill smile when you fuck up like smile not just because you're embarrassed and it's dumb but because it doesn't matter it's like the type of smile you have and that's like not really to be aspired to I believe I mean not if you want to be great you can do whatever the fuck you want but I mean come on let's just do the fucking damn thing man fucking kill it do the fucking thing you want to play ball, make all that money, all you have to do is show up, play super hard in practice, and then play these games and do what you can do. Maybe play harder in practice than in the games, to be honest. That's how it should be. But, I mean, it's tough to think like that. My brother doesn't want to do anything to do with sports, and that's fine, you know? I think uh, it's just part of, maybe it's part of a current trend, or maybe, you know, I'm just living in my own microcosm, and there's more and more people playing sports. I really hope so, but with all the technology and stuff coming out, it's hard to say, it's hard to see. I remember several years back, when my friends would be talking about their daughters or their sons having these Facebook relationships where they're in a relationship with this other boy or girl in their middle school or their high school, just in their grade or whatever, in their school. But when they drop them off at school, they would see them walk past their boyfriend or girlfriend and not even talk to them in person. They'd only talk to each other over um, electronic formats, which, in all honesty, I'm used to. I mean, I used to text girls the crazy shit. It was always over text, like, in the... uh, you know, and face to face, like I'm always a gentleman. For some reason, in text, you can easily cross the line. It's weird. It's really weird. But you know, face to face, you know, I'm not always a gentleman anymore either. I guess I've grown. It's easier to be more open back then. I don't know. Like I'm saying, like manners are in a sense like white lies, and like if you really love a person, it's good to show manners. But how much of manners you need to show? I mean do exactly what they want if you really love them but be yourself as well like that's why you have to find that person where being yourself is exactly what they want from you then that's that's gotta be a beautiful relationship it's perfect has to be um man I was just fucking the fuck real quick sorry y'all everyone who's listening to the audio format I'm literally doing like quarter sit-ups trying to see how terrible I look in every angle on the video which is like Thank God you're just watching the audio because I look like shit. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Holla. Anyway, yeah, follow me. Follow me on uh, some of my shit, man. If you want to see some shit, I'm just a weirdo. I'm like I come from so many different angles. I have so many different interests. I'm just, I'm just all over the place. Um, a couple of weddings to go to this year. 
all my friends getting married and I'm just as single as ever and in some sense it's awesome in some sense it's weird but I know like I live a completely different life than everybody that I know than pretty much everyone that I can imagine and all the weird stuff that I do so you know tech stuff uh podcast stuff um just other shit you know street shit you know I used to do and shit like so you know it's a crazy world out here I'm definitely gonna be getting another beer I'm celebrating the fact that I've always talked a whole fucking hour it's sort of crazy what's going on man I had a homie oh man I had a homie I have a homie and I was just really disappointed in him like some things had changed in our in our relationship and he's like one of my closest homies and I was just starting to doubt him because there's a lot of reasons to doubt him we've sort of been on shaky ground I mean like I said it, the way that I think of being a friend like I'm going to be there for you at all times even though I work so hard like I'll be there for you in some way somehow that's why I have so few friends because I require the same from them and so most people can't feel that angle so we're on another level of friendship which is still really close and I'm not going to ask anything from you but like if it's on a minor thing and I ask you like I at least need to feel like you tried attempted you know effort is worth more than even result when it comes to friendship sometimes true effort though it can be seen by lack of result Seriously, like, you failed that many times, I mean, we're going to know you didn't even do it. Sort of. But seriously, to an extent, you'll know, you'll know. But I was just... And, you know, things sort of changed, but I was just sort of, you know, doubting him and doubting what was going on. And come to find out, one of the reasons that it might have been that after I met with him the other day and had time to think about it well I just realized while we're talking to be honest was that he probably switched up because he's so depressed in his current situation and can't wait to just escape and come back or go to another place and hit the restart I mean he's young I'm young and it only been like less than a year since all the major changes happened and I always remind myself and it was the one reason why I hadn't done anything drastic and was just keeping myself calm and thinking about whether it's in my head because you never know what's going on with the other person in the relationship in their head and the lines of communication have to be clear and that was sort of his fault like he was not keeping them clear but it was probably because he was just depressed about what was going on in his life so he just didn't even feel like talking to anyone or maybe whatever the case is but it's new you know you have to deal with these things and people are far and who knows what the fuck that means but what I'm trying to say is in relationships communication is key and like through this podcast and I've hinted it before I listened to the longest time one of the episodes like episode two 
I don't listen to any of the episodes after they go up. They just, I just make them and they go, and they either suck or whatever. So if they suck, just skip them, go to the next one, or just listen through. They all have gems, probably. A psychosis insanity, all mixed in between a little. <laughs> I had this as a comedy section, but now it's storytelling. It's sort of funny, but when I'm by myself, I don't think I'm really that funny. You know, even when I'm with other people, I'm not really that funny. I'm just like, I'm just a clown, sort of a weirdo, a psycho clown killer. I don't kill clowns, I kill with the clown suit on. Psycho. Shit, what the fuck was I saying before that? Fuck! Such a good job of not losing my train of thought today, and I fucked it up. Yeah. I'm not gonna remember it. But what I can see is it's an official hour. I'll listen. Nah, I'm, I can't even promise that. I was gonna say I was gonna listen to the end of it and then say something. No, I don't. I don't listen to the shit. But um, oh yeah, I was saying I was listening to the the second show for a little bit and it was a good show. And oh yeah, building a relationship with you guys. So I'm happy you're listening. I'm trying to keep the lines of communication open. If you want to send me some shit, um, you know, Instagram me at. I-T-S-M-R-V-J at It's Mr. VJ I-T-S-M-R-V-J Instagram me, Twitter me, Snapchat me there Or at Psycho Show Instagram, Twitter Psycho Show with the silent P P-S-Y-C-H-O P-S-H-O-W Don't I'm not, I haven't put anything on the Instagram, Twitter <laughs> Or uh, a Snapchat, a Psycho Show. But it's like, it'd be cool to have some friends already. Um, probably by the time anyone listens to it, we might have friends. Probably by the time anyone listens to it, no one's going to listen to this. So, fuck it. It is what it is. Fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Show's okay. This one, a little weak. I'll make it better. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it so much, guys. Love you. Psycho Show will be back. So, shit. How do I stop all this shit? Okay, stop that. And peace, my motherfucking niggas.